Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Seven touch of phenomena. Seven touch of phenomena. I really enjoyed it. Seven touch of phenomena. He wants you. He wants you. He wants you. I think it's a load of old paddywhack. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. My name's Beef. I'll be your host this evening. Sat opposite the table, as always, my lovely co-host. Say hello, Tissy. Hi. Say hello, Bob Shoy. Hello, Bob Shoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've never done that, like, old gag on the show before. That's because it's a terrible old gag. Uh, it works. Stick with what's good. It, it sticks what you know. It does work well. It's fine. Oh, I'm back. You guys doing all right? Yeah. yeah. Good Good weeks? Busy, tiring week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I really enjoyed I listened to our sea shanty from oh, last time. Oh, you listened time. to it? Yeah, it was good yeah, fun. Yeah. I was really, I gotta say, I had a really fun time putting that show together. Like researching was fun because I mm. like looking at the ocean, and the recording was fun, and then editing it was really fun. It wasn't like a slog. Yeah, it was fun to edit. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that no, was good. So I had a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> Have a whale of time. Ooh. Oh, before we push on, yeah, yeah, uh, I do just want to say because we forgot to mention it last week on the full moon episode, we asked everyone to say. What was the first day of the week? Yeah. Sunday or Monday? We've got an answer, right? And everyone went on Facebook and weighed in. Yeah. And it was like almost unanimous that Monday was the first day of the week. Yeah. Yeah, that's... They're all... All those people are just... There was like three people who said that it was actually Sunday. You're all wrong. Um, Regardless of what everyone says, they're all wrong. Sunday's the first day. It really is. They're all right. Laura said it was Sunday. Even Craig David says it's on a Sunday. Yeah. Took her for a drink on Sunday. No, wait, that might be Monday. No, it's Monday. It's <laughs> So would you guys like to see what we're going to talk yeah, about this week? See what we're talking about. Would you like to see what we're going to talk about this week? Yeah, is it about the sea? Oh, is it the ocean part three? Oh, Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. It's not the Bermuda Triangle. Taunton Dean. This okay. is the Bridgewater Triangle. What is the Bridgewater Triangle? I've never heard of it. No, neither had I until this afternoon. Oh. It, this is very... No, no, is no. So this is uh, in... This is America. It's in the south of The France. state of Massachusetts. Right. Massachusetts. So, By the way, I should when, when we get something visual, we really should... Oh, yeah. Beef's given us a map, and he's um, drawn a triangle on the map. So... Taunton's right in the middle. 
Well, it is, but it's it's kind of um, the the main. So I mean, really, they should have made it a square and put um, uh, Freetown Fall River State. Um, can you see in oh, the yeah, bottom yeah, of the yeah. triangle? Because uh, that's that's it's kind Freetown of Freetown State Forest. Yeah, that's where a lot of of what we're going to talk about goes on. But I saw this today, and it kind of piqued my interest okay. because it involves. And the reason I'm kind of taking a risk is because it involves pretty much a lot of what we've talked about before. Okay. But um, it really interested me that so much happens in a concentrated area. Okay. So um, the Bridgewater Triangle um, kind of involves three or four main areas where we see an awful lot of phenomena. Right. So it's it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle on land. Um. So it's almost like a land follow-up. What, like the ships sink <laughs> <laughs> on land, yeah. The cars just crash. crash, crash. Yeah. This um, is like a, a landlubber version of last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. So it happens a little bit. See. <laughs> yeah. So the Bridgewater Triangle was a phrase coined by a guy called Lauren Coleman, who wrote a book in 1983 called Mysterious America. Because it's got Bridgewater in it. Yeah, pretty much. But Taunton's in the centre of it. I don't, I don't think it's got anything to do with Taunton it being. It. It's just totally coincidental that it's in the middle of the triangle. Okay, it doesn't really or mean is anything. It? Well, who knows? It's not. Um, <laughs> but but Tis, just so that Tis can understand, the area that it covers is so two hundred square doesn't... miles. How many double decker buses? buses is it? Uh, a lot. <laughs> oh, you could have got me. I I did Google it and it didn't. Couldn't be bothered. For the record, that, uh, I was never going to Google how many double decker buses anything I talk about is. But yeah, you tried on last week, and it went off on like that was another massive tangent I had to cut. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe so, if uh, people donate, they can hear that tangent. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to bring it up. So. Um, yeah, like I say, it covers an awful lot of what we, we, I don't think really, if you're a long-term listener and you've, you've kind of been with us from the beginning, it would involve a lot that you're familiar with. Um, hopefully a couple of interesting new things. Um, and it's, it really is just a bit of fun, to be honest. I when just wanted to. When you say phenomena. Yeah, phenomena. Phenomena. It's a nice word to say. Um, yeah. When you say phenomena, do you mean, is it all sorts of phenomena? Yeah, we get, do you want me to tell you? Is it aliens? Um, there's some alien stuff. Something like a there's some man. cryptid, like cryptid stuff. Cryptid stuff. Um, there's some ghostly stuff. Oh, it's all sorts. It's there's like some. A uh, okay, now this is weird tales. There's loads of stuff tales. going on. I'm just going to call this episode "Weird Tales" <laughs> live from Bridgewater. <laughs> it's uh, Are yeah, we live it's... in Bridgewater. Yeah, should we say we're recording live in Bridgewater? Live from Bridgewater. What, what's the main um, landscape in Bridgewater in the Bridgewater Triangle? See, uh, so it's it's mainly just like plain land, I think, and then so there's like a forest as you can see in the corner. Oh, I'm just thinking after I uh, put all that the sea sound effects last week. If we were oh, if we could have like from Bridgewater. Oh, right, if we could have like. Uh, <laughs> no, that well, I guess you. I guess you get <laughs> some. I guess you get some animals, maybe, and your episode's like no. shiny. All the little bits <laughs> in it. Oh, it's so long. Like, so. I tried to make it because it involves a lot of stuff that we were aware of already. I tried to make it a bit interesting. I've right. kind of incorporated a little, a little bit of competition to see oh. how good your memories are. Oh, we love competition. Is on it, this show. Is it us versus? It'll each be other. you guys versus each other. Um, Going down. However, boy. I kind of forgot the prize because you know running out of the house and all that. Yeah, it was only going to be a beer. 
but I wanted to make it seem no, like there was going to be something. Yeah, yeah. But I left oh, it wow. in my, I'm actually going to really compare. I left it in my fridge, but I'll bring it for the next recording. <laughs> Bloody hell. I did tell you. I said I'd oh, forgotten sorry, it. I didn't hear that. Um, but the Bridgewater Triangle uh, make, is made up of, like I say, four main locations where many residents see a lot of different activities and you get lots of different sightings, different things, um, stories... Um, even murders and things like that. There's all sorts of stuff going on. So we've got a lot of activity from, um, like I said, the Freetown Fall River State uh, Forest. Yeah, I can see that's big, big green patch on the map. That's it. And then um, the Hockamock Swamp, um, which what? I think is uh, like, it's, I think that's where that watery, I don't, I mean... There's a few. I think if patches. we, I think if we zoomed in on Google Maps, I, yeah. I would should be able to see it. Um, it also involves if you look at the very top of the point of the triangle, you'll see Abington. Yeah. And then the the left point should be Rehoboth. Uh, Rehoboth, yeah. Um, and like I say, there's been all it's sorts. Probably of, this swamp land here. Uh, yes, I think so. I think so. We have got there, 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 and there, there. The f- yeah. four main. There's four main points, but the the triangle's been kind of growing and growing. Um, over the years, so they they just realised that as they <laughs> as anything uh, weird that happens, like they just like expand the triangle. Just the world, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you join us oh, on episode two hundred, weird stuff happens in the fucking space of the, uh... the top of the point goes up to Enfield, London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in this envelope, um, I've got some uh, pieces of paper that oh. I've cut up. And you guys are just going to pick, like pick it out and it will be a topic for discussion. Okay. That It'll be something we've talked about before on an episode. And the oh, competition this is... is the greatest hits. The competition is what um, will be for you guys to see if you can tell me what episode we talked about this oh. topic. Oh my God. Are you going to guess the episodes? Yeah. Number three, number station. There are a couple that I reckon oh. you might be able to do. And there's a couple that double up as well. Okay. Um, so what about if we get it right within like one? I think I could probably give it right within two. Okay. Would be Ooh, fair. That's all right. Okay. That's, that makes it a bit easier, right? Yeah, I thought yeah, that I was quite might, fair. Might, might get a couple. So um, the only problem is there's an there's an odd number of topics. Okay. But it won't matter. It just means that you one of you is going to pick. pick. Oh yeah. Okay. So who the last to... one doesn't count because it's the last one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, also, if you're a new listener and you like the idea of some of these. Um, Beef tells you what we talked about this stuff on before it gives yeah. you a good point to go back to and I want to listen to yeah. that episode yeah so it's I kind of like if you're joining us for the first time you, this is kind of like greatest hits and you'll be able to go back and see what else we've talked about wow um, not what I was expecting tonight this is fun now that's what I call a weird tales. <laughs> yeah so uh, who wants to now that's what I call first? weird tales episode number 85 the um, 85 triangle. 85? This is 85, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. 85? Yeah. 15 more for tattoos. So, tats. so donate, Patreon, we need some tattoo money. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Um, or I don't get a tattoo. So you should you should be able to tell me what the topic is. If right, you open it I've up. just pulled a piece of paper out of the envelope. And, oh, it's a little picture of a flying saucer. Uh-huh. So, so straight in there. Straight in. So, um, yeah, so they see an awful lot of um, UFOs in Bridgewater... In Raynham and in Taunton. So Taunton does feature. Oh, Taunton. I thought you said Taunton wasn't relevant. Well, uh, it's kind of... Apparently it's like... So all this northern part of the triangle, basically, you've got UFO stuff. Yeah. Freeze, we'll call it Niangle, north of the triangle. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, so like I say, we get an awful lot of sightings. Uh, 
all the way back to 1908. Um, partic- 1908? That 1908. Like the first UFO sighting. Yeah, so... Aliens were building the UFOs in 1908. <laughs> they built the pyramids, mate. Wow. That rhymes. In 1808. <laughs> in 1777. So what we're going to do is... Um, I'm just going to give you a bit of information and then I, I tried to... There's quite a lot. Uh, so the documentary I'm taking this information from is on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. If you're on Prime, it'll be free. If you're not on Prime, you can download it. You can just watch it straight off Amazon for like a quid, like a couple of dollars. or I don't know how much What's it is. What's the name of the doc? Uh, it is just called Bridge, the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh. Um, and if you go through it, you'll see an awful lot of... There's quite a lot of different stories of all of these things. You'll do find different accounts. I tried to find one that was slightly different to some of the stuff we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously purposely, because I didn't want to try and go over stuff that we've... You know, just repeat stuff. Um, so I found one account um, of two um, police deputies. They were police deputies at the time in the 70s. Um, and they saw they both were out walking together and saw this UFO um, in 1979. Um, but apparently their police department was absolutely littered with sightings in the 70s. Okay. Um, so uh, let me just Littered with sightings. Littered. <laughs> load of oh, rubbish again. <laughs> Uh, Right, so... The spring of 1979 proved to be the most active period of documented UFO sightings in the history of the Bridgewater Triangle region. A number of news outlets and law enforcement agencies were flooded with reports of large, low-flying UFOs. During that time, former WHDH reporters Jerry Lopes and Steve Sprasia claimed to have witnessed what is arguably the most famous UFO sighting to occur within the Bridgewater Triangle. Jerry Lopes and I worked at WHDH Radio, and we were heading down to the random dog track, and when we got off 24 onto 106, I noticed this really bright light over the tree line, and the light (sighs) was coming closer and closer and getting bigger and bigger. And I remember saying to Jerry, what is that over there? So we pulled his vehicle over, and all of a sudden the stars blotted out in the shape of an arrow as this thing passed overhead. Ironically, I'm a big baseball fan, it looked like a baseball home plate, and there were a series of lights on it. And it was very, very wide. Perhaps the width of now, we'd say, 5747 swing to wing. It looked like it had a little cord or something hanging off it, and sparks were, were coming off of it. I almost felt like I could throw a rock at the thing. It seemed that close to me. This was pretty much the shape of it. And this thing passed overhead like this. Uh, what for, for me, what first attracted me was this. This light that kind of came into our field of vision, just like that. And as this thing passed overhead, it just kept coming and coming and coming. And the light kept getting bigger and bigger. I'm an Air Force veteran. I, I've been in the Air Force for four and a half years. I've been around a number of different planes, and I said to Steve, that's not one of ours. And it just hovered there for a minute. It looked like it was over a little bit of a field, and the next thing you know, it just kind of just took off. We continued on to the dog track, and most of the conversation that evening was, what did we see? Up to that point, I had been 100% skeptic. I thought anybody who ever saw these things, they were either crazy or publicity hounds, or there was just something wrong with them in their head altogether. What I didn't realize at the time was that a lot more people had seen it than just Jerry and I. Interestingly, over the course of the next week, 
there were a series of spottings, different sightings. It was reported in the papers, reported on the radio station. And at that point, Steve and I decided to come forward and say, you know, hey, we actually saw something. A couple of days later, an article appears in the Brockton Enterprise. And not only does it have interviews with Jerry and I, but quite a number of other folks in and around the Randolph area who had seen it, but they've got the staff artist take all of our recollections and put together a drawing, an artist's rendition, which looked pretty much like this. And it's like, like, whoa! I keep looking up because even to this day, as I look up, I can imagine I can see the darn thing. It made that much of an impression on me. I saw what I saw, I reported what I saw, and I've moved on. Wow. Yeah, so uh, what did you boys what did you boys think of that? Was it when their pictures appeared on screen? They were super airbrushed. They looked like um, sort of like pair of cops that I want to watch a TV series about. <laughs> yeah, like Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's the only one that I kind of. Oh, there are quite a few. If you watch the documentary, like I say, it's on Amazon Prime. Um, I would recommend watching it. It's it's a fun watch. What shape would you explain? Um, it was kind of like a... Is it a trapezium where it's got like a square bum, like a square bottom? Like a and house. Then, I call it a house. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, a house. Yeah, exactly. The way a child would draw a house. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Um, so a light on the tip of the triangle at the top. Yeah, and, it, and they said they had lights kind of around the edge mm. as well. Um, so I don't know what I make to those guys. I, I feel like... They seemed a little bit glitzy, didn't they? Mm. Like they were... Uh, I don't know. They, uh, I don't want to call them lies. Yeah, they seemed like honest, but they also seemed quite showmany. Mm. Yeah, well, you can, you guys can watch the documentary in full and make your up your own mind. But um, yeah, so that's UFOs. So that's the famous UFO that's, sighting. That's yeah, like I said, it's probably the most the, the most, most famous, famous one. There's been loads. If you watch through the documentary, there are others, but they're they're very similar to ones that we talked about before, and it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. Like I saw this, and I saw that, and. You know, they're kind of describing the same the same thing. That like that's the one that stood out to me as a different shape. To uh, can I ask you a question about how I get points? Go on. Well, if it's a subject that we've talked about on the show lots, it's going to be easier for me because there's multiple aliens episodes. Yeah, there's but there's there's only a couple where we talk about UFOs. So I'm not including the ones where we talk about aliens. Right. Okay. So so the one Laura's one would be a UFO one. Uh, Could we talk about, talk it would. Going on the yeah, that's one I've noted down. So I've got, I've actually got three different episode numbers that you. I've guys got can a think. really strong punt at what I think the episode of Laura was. Okay, do you want to take a first punt? Forty-six. Okay, Tis, do you want to have a go? Hmm. I just realised I should get like a pencil or something to like make a note of this. I can do a tally here if you want. Alright, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna go 42. Ooh, okay. So yours was 46, mm-hmm. and that you reckon that was Laura's. I reckon episode. that's the one that had Laura on it. You're bang on. Bang on. Do you bang know how on. I just knew it was a few before 50? <laughs> yeah. I knew it was on the leading up to episode 50. Because it was the summer of Blockbusters voice. Bob knows every one of these numbers, I bet. No, I just remember that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on no, that. No, I'll tell you, I, I almost feel like I should only have half a point for that. Because this <laughs> week, we got a new listener. And they, first one they listened to was one with Laura. Right. And they were like, oh my God, I love that episode. It was so interesting. Um, I would love to get in contact with Laura. 
Yeah. So I hooked the hooked Laura and this new listener up because he wanted to talk something about aliens with her, mm-hmm. and he had said in that message, episode forty six. So it's stuck in my head because that was in like the day before yesterday. Yeah. What but do you think, Tiff? Do yeah. you think half point four? No, because if you know it, you know it. It's yeah, like, but it's just. He wants to be a millionaire. That's completely. Oh, I knew it. By the way, oh, we well, only get half the money. <laughs> okay, yeah, but there might be other ones that. <laughs> oh, there might, I reckon, if I look at the other topics that we're going to go through, let's be honest. The only ones I'm going to get are the ones that I have seen recently. Like that's how memory works. You're not cheating if you remember yeah, because true. you've seen it recently. Yeah, that's that. Uh, that's the only one I can think of, unless you do like the ocean where I've been like oh, last week. I just wanted to. I like, know, oh, bang on what it is. Yeah, or I just... number stations number three. <laughs> yeah, number three. Uh, I just thought that from a puto? number one. Oh. I just figured if we, because um, we we often talk about episodes, and you know, normally when I repeat myself you say oh we talked about that on episode 13 you, you seem to remember it. I was like I'll see how how much what we other episodes with the aliens for new listeners um so I counted um area 51 yeah oh 51 which is episode oh, we 51 we could have got that one so easy um and episode 30 which is we were talking about sightings I think um I haven't got iTunes up and I didn't write down which one it was episode 30 would have been that might have proof of aliens I think it was that's proof of alien. That was yours, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's we it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We've so, all done um, alien one. I did aliens, you did proof. He did Area 51. Did I prove that aliens existed? You got together the evidence that you found most compelling that uh, proved they existed. Yeah, they do. Exist. And your number one was Phoenix Lights. Oh, yeah, Phoenix Lights. Yeah. And so yes, that's that was what talking about seeing them when he went up. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that was yeah, UFOs. That was really good on. For some of these, there's going to be more than one... Um, thing that we're going to look at. I I try really hard to not make it really video heavy, right? Um, and I'm I'm going to try not to. And the videos we're going to put into this episode are only a few minutes at a time, or like two mm-hmm. minutes or something. So go and watch it. Uh, Tis, do you want to do want to pick a topic? Can't make coin in the pudding. Coin, pudding, <laughs> paper in the envelope. It's just tea. That's one. Okay. Have a look at the picture and tell me what you think it is. <laughs> Come on, tell him what That's you like think it is. That's like the mummy in the sand from the mummy film. And it's like singing. So is that <laughs> Imhotep? Is that what it is? Imhotep. Is it sim- synesthesia? It, no. Is no. it... What do we synesthesia? Um, is it... Is it spooky sounds? It might be something it's, to do with spooky sounds. What's his name? Fucking EIGs. Phantom of the Opera? No. <laughs> what's the... EMGs, EMTs, EVPs, EVPs. Is it EVP? It's EVP. Oh. Boom! Oh, guess. Ah! I'm already trying to remember what episode I did EVP on. I have no idea. Do I get a point for that? Oh, well, well, I don't know. I'll come back to it. No. Uh, <laughs> come back to it. Yeah, definitely remember. That. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when I was watching this, and they started talking about EVP, that um, basically they've had some guys go to um, Palmer River, which I don't know if you'd be able to find on the map. Um, but Palmer I, River. I believe it's. I think it. I believe it's the main body of water near the forest in the bottom. Oh, this big bit here. One that's like England. No, this big bit here. No, that bit down the bottom. Oh, the bit the way of the big river. Yeah. So be the. Yeah. I believe that's it. Okay. Um, so there's. Um, we're gonna play video in a sec, but I, I when they started talking about EVP, I, I from our previous experiences, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't really holding my breath, but having having watched some of this stuff, is this clear speaking? It's Pretty clear. 
It's pretty clear, and obviously we don't, we can't talk to them. We weren't there, so we can't verify. So, <laughs> so we're listening to this. We're going to listen to because when I did that EVP episode, I remember listening to all the clips at home and being like, "Oh, these are so creepy." And then when I played them to you guys, you laughed the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to uh, pay attention to one first. Do I you remember that everyone was like, "Nah, rubs." Yeah. So I won't tell you. They're obviously going to explain what you should be hearing. Right. Um. So you should be able to just hear it. So pay attention. On two separate occasions, did EVP sessions in the cemetery. One investigator got what sounded like a woman dancing around her, just oh. saying, la, 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 la. Yeah. And she found it very interesting because at the time she made the recording, there was absolutely no ambient sound. Interesting. Two parts interesting to find That you know, I talked about um, <laughs> on that haunted cemetery one when something's creepy, it makes my eyes water. Yeah, that made my eyes water. Really? Yeah, I love when they're like, she found it interesting. I would find it. Well, I heard that. that <laughs> I wouldn't think that was interesting. Two parts interesting to five parts scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. That's, that's clear, right? That's, that's creepy. Good. La, 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 it, la, la, la. The thing is, we're listening to it thinking like small child dancing in the forest. Yeah, but you know that could be a weird bird song. Do it again. Me Sometimes birds have a specific change. It's not right for you to do that. Oh, I don't know, it's not very bird-like, is it? Because you can hear birds tweeting over it as well. Yeah, right? birds are a lot high, more high-pitched than that. That's that is weird. Mid- that is weird. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, um, you can... I, I was trying to find the exact story of... Um, the, so they've called her the Singing Lady of Palmer River. Um the only the only slight snippet of information I could find about her because they don't really talk about her in the documentary too much oh, I'm shivering um, is like it's very close to graveyards so they have an enormous amount of graveyards in in the area with like so apparently when people Can you imagine have, if they found one grave and it had like a girl's name on no one knew who it was and the epitaph just said la 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 yeah ooh <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about graveyards though ghosts Dead people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I often think as dead people in cemeteries, yeah. Yeah. But they um the yeah, the only snippet of information I could find was that she like some people have apparently gone to a cemetery near the river and been able to see a woman like combing her hair on a grave. Ooh. Um, a bit like that picture from um that place near Chicago. Uh, that woman gra- yeah. woman sitting on the kind, bench. kinda, kinda like that. So not in a threatening way, but Still creepy, right? Yeah, they called her that the Madonna of whatever the graveyard was. The Madonna? Yeah. <laughs> the pre-Madonna. Yeah. So I'm just going to play another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, fucking hell. Is it worse? Um, it's not worse. This one's not This oh, one's okay. not as yeah. creepy. <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> no. Not worse. It's not as creepy, but it's it's still really weird. Okay. Um, so this is this, this is a different God, couple. these are better than the ones I played on my EVP episode. Okay, well, again, I won't tell you what it is. Known for alleged ghostly hauntings. Oh, my God, we've that is so We've done several clear. investigations here in East Bridgewater. We've done the East Bridgewater Public Library, the East Bridgewater Town Hall, where there was also a lot of activity. We've also done the Carver Cotton Gin, which we've gotten... I'd forgotten about this picture. So this is a picture they've been able to get whilst doing their experiments. And if you can see that. Oh. Apparently you can see, you can just about make Head, out... Head, body, legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll put this on the website. But um, that's a person, isn't it? 
And it's quite, it's clear enough for you to think. Mm. Head, body, legs. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not going to blow your mind. It's not going to blow your lid. But, uh... <laughs> blow your wig. It's going to blow your wig off. Uh, okay, so we'll carry on. Two photographs with full body apparitions in them. The town also serves as the backdrop for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, an internet-based television show hosted by paranormal researcher Ann Kerrigan and EVP specialist Mike Markowitz, who in 2009 published EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. One of the more interesting investigations that I've done with my group, East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, was a house on North Central Street in East Bridgewater. It's a historical home and date back to the early 1800s, I believe, a member of the Keith family. While we were in there, one of the investigators was upstairs, Ann Carrigan, and she smelled roses, which is one of the things that the family said that they could smell. That perfume hit me full in the face, like someone was standing there wearing it. And as she was explaining this, I had microphones set up in a mixing board and everything. I had the whole house recording. This gunshot rang out. Dad, I saw roses. Yeah. Like that. Now, I just peeked in whoever's room. Oh, yeah. You have a big candle on the bureau? Yeah. It just went right over my voice. Not heard by anybody who was in the room. When you play that back and you play that, it's absolutely amazing, this loud gunshot. You can even hear it reverberate in the room. It's, it's really a tremendous, tremendous recording. One of my favorites. What do you reckon to that? He knocked the microphone. Do you reckon? Yeah, because if I knocked this microphone like this... Now, we doesn't sound like anything in the room, but I no. bet the people listening, I bet you heard a big clang just then. Although that, on his recording, well, that's what the first time I heard it, I thought, someone knocked my phone. Mm. The second time I heard it, I thought, that does sound like a gunshot. Mm. It sounded like a cartoon gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, your Sammy Sam would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, recommendation of the week, Sammy Sam. Um... <laughs> Those classic cartoons. <laughs> Yo, Sammy Sam. Uh, yeah, so... The first oh, one is pretty creepy. The, week, the Yosemite Sam number station. That oh. was one where it just had number Yosemite Sam like speaking on the thing, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was horrible. That's what I was actually thinking of. Yeah. Recommendation yeah, of the week, episode three, number stations. Um, <laughs> is there a I number get, station? I get one point. Um, again, so only, only a little snippet, but um, I thought they that were worth our attention. The la 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 one. That's creepy. Horrible, right? Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. And particularly when you think about the image of her on her grave, and yeah, that's the that's might, the only thing I can find. Might put that at the beginning of the show, like yeah, the sound. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do either of you guys want to hazard a guess what episode we? Um, Chris, you go first. You pulled the thing. There's oh. two EVP episodes. There are two EVP episodes. There's the one we talk about it, and there's the experiment. Uh-huh. So you can have there's yeah there's there's two you can. I I actually don't know for this. I know you've taken a one. Mate, I I would be just as hopeless at this if it was 68. me. Sixty-eight. Okay. I'm going to try and guess at the first EP, and I think that's quite early. I'm going to go like 15. Okay, so is it 68? Yeah. 15. Mm-hmm. 15. It's 15, really? Yeah. What the, what fuck? the fuck? That was such a wild stab in the face. All of these. 15 like, was, the first, these. was the first. Was the first. Wow. Uh, I was like, mm, episode about I've it. gone too early. 
55. mental. Number 55 was the experiment. Oh, so you weren't, you weren't that far out of this. Oh, it's pretty far. Wow. 13. Far enough. 15. Wow. That's... Yeah, you're pretty bang on. Let's hope you get at least one wrong. Well, we'll see. If I go for a clean sweep, that's something else. That's yeah. like Stukely Triangle. <laughs> right. That'd be very I pulled another coin out of the pudding. It's a uh, it's a ghostly apparition on a staircase. Uh, yeah, so ghost sightings. Awful lot of ghost sightings. First so um, ghost story of the week. Ghost story of the week. Do we actually put it in? Drop yeah, if you want. We haven't done it for them. Just drop one in and then we'll go back to the... Yeah, okay. Sweet. <laughs> What's the one that... We- Charlie's one. Oh, yeah, I'm saving that back. Okay. Uh, so, once again, there are quite a few different stories throughout the documentary. Um, how but- many ghosts have been seen in the triangle? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you exactly how many, but they're mainly seeing uh, Rehoboth. Um, on the left, down here, there's been an unusual amount that people have been been uh, talking about. So all the aliens are up in the north, but Rehoboth, Ghost Town, USA. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so for that's the Nye Angle, so this is the Psi Angle, mm. or I would say that's north, east, west. That's the the uh, west, isn't it? Yeah. Swy Angle. <laughs> What's that? Southwest. Yeah, northeast. Yeah, southwest. Swangle. There's um there's a a lady who is um like a ghost hunter. Her name is Luanne Jolly. I'd love her name was or Gunter. Jolie, sorry. What? Gunter. Gunter. Oh, oh ghost hunter. Gunter. <laughs> right. Um and she she talks an awful lot about seeing apparitions, seeing orbs. We've talked a lot about orbs. Yeah. We haven't actually spoke that much about orbs. I keep thinking does we do. Does she see them or does she hunt them? She sees them when she's hunting them. Wow. So she's not hunting for them, but she sees them when she's out and about looking for... So she's not a ghost, ghost hunter, she's just a ghost fucking happener. It mm. happens to her. Orbs is probably something we should talk about on some, something. <laughs> We've talked about it a bit, but not really enough. Like The thing is, though, when I look at it, there is a section in this where they do talk about orbs, people seeing quite a lot of them. Mm. Um, but it's there's not really enough meat really no it's not enough like a whole episode you could do like an, a ghost scrap mm. bag of stuff we've talked about that, of ghosts that we haven't covered before yeah um, but she she has recently <laughs> on the documentary she talks about one sighting um, so I'll come on to the, at the end of the episode I'm going to tell you why people think there's so much activity so much phenomena in such a like concentrated area oh okay um, but for now is it the crystals of Atlantis underneath <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's actually a portal to Bermuda. Um, I would believe it. If that was the real one, I believe that's what people thought. Yeah, people think it was. So she, she believes that she saw an apparition of um, Anaman, which was like an old native... Um, Animal man? Anaman. A-N-A-M-A-N. Anaman. Anaman. Um, who Anaman. was like a native... He was a native... <laughs> he was a native American. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, sorry, who's Anaman? So, Anaman was a native Indian. In the racist, say, Indian. Is it? Mm. Native American. We've said it on the show show before, but I think that's supposed to be racist, because they're not Indian. Who is it? They're American. Yeah, like, basically, white people landed in America, saw them, and was like, they're Indians. Oh, really? Yeah, and then, because they had darker skin, and they're like, no, we're not. Americans. And now the Americans still like, yeah, Indians. They're like, no, we're Native Americans. (laughs) Yeah. They still call them Indians and they fucking hate it. And, and we've done it on the show before, so... Okay, so natives. Native Americans. So just call them a Native American, sorry if I've offended anyone. Um, Go on in the outtake show, mate, don't worry. I'd love the natives <laughs> to have uh, well, listened. 
so that's that's Animan. Um, there's one that I want to talk about which interested me because this is a number of sightings of beings uh, of a red-headed hitchhiker. Redhead? A red-headed hitchhiker. Right. So Why is he a hitchhiker? What, he's sticking his thumb out? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, so this occurs uh, on Route 44. Oh, when you say redhead, you mean ginger hair? Yeah. Oh, when Not, you say, I thought like he just had a... Ru- oh, a right. No, red red, head. redhead as in my, oh. like my hacker. Um, so, <laughs> as in my hair. So you, you should be able to pinpoint <laughs> where these sightings happen. So if you look on your map... Right. Um, the red-headed hitchhiker of Route 44. Oh, so you can 44. find him Route 44 near the Seagonk-Rehoboth line. Um... It's probably this white it's line like, here. Yeah, exactly, just down there in the corner. Yeah. So, uh, this is one of the most popular and most notorious phantoms in Massachusetts. He walked along a dark stretch of road in the town of Rehoboth. For more than three decades, a red-headed man has been seen walking down Route 44, waiting to be picked up, oh, thumbing out. so long, isn't he? At times he's been seen hitchhiking, and other times he's been seen walking into the woods or in the middle of the road, not moving as a car passes through him. Oh, that's creepy. At least once. Imagine seeing a hitchhiker outside the road, but it's obviously like not real. But you it's obviously, but it's clearly a guy like hitchhiking. Are you ready for this? At least once, my eyes are watering because I'm creeped out. At least once, he was seen outside the window of a car that was moving at more than forty miles an hour. Ooh, that is horrible. At least once. Several people have died along that stretch of road, including a man matching the Phantom's description. Including a red-headed man. But no one can say for sure who the man is or when the haunting started. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, most of He's just like alongside you. Imagine driving at 40 miles an hour and you look and it's just a face there, but just constantly moving alongside you. So most of the encounters follow a similar pattern. Someone's oh, driving along, usually alone, when they see a man in or alongside the road. They may either hit him or stop to pick him up. The hitchhiker will interact with the person and then eventually vanish before their eyes or will no longer be there when they look to turn. Sorry, turn to look. This is followed by some type of audio finale where he laughs, yells at them or taunts them. What? This is one incident. Um, one woman reported stopping to pick the man up. He disappeared as he went to grab the door handle. Her car battery then died. And then she heard a man laughing at her, although he could no longer be seen. Ten minutes later, the car started, but not before the woman broke down in fright. She's sitting there for ten minutes after that happens. Oh, my pants would be so brown. Uh, And you can hear someone laughing. Fuck it, like, forget it. Okay, right, let me finish this off. That's awful. Okay, this is this gets much worse. What? Okay, one man had been driving alone when he saw the red-headed man on the side of the road. He stopped and called out to the man who started to walk toward him. As he got closer, the ghost slowly faded until he completely disappeared. Another witness had the hitchhiker appear in the back seat of his car through the rear rearview mirror. Nah. The radio started to scan the stations and then became so loud it shook the car. The phantom disappeared and began to laugh on the radio. That is fucking horrible. I'm glad that we're getting the ghosty ones out, like, not at the end. I'm literally going to cry in a minute. Local legend Local legend says that if three people are driving in the same car on Route 44, the red-headed hitchhiker will appear in the empty seat. No, fuck off. Freeloader. (laughs) (laughs) He's a hitchhiker. (laughs) So that's the red-headed hitchhiker. That is horrible. Um, Should we drive there? Yeah. 
Would you drive there? Yeah. I would love to do Weird Tales hits oh. the US. Gets picked up by a hitchhiker. We had one of our listeners suggested we try and go to the US. I'd love to go to the we US. We go to Salem, which is go down to New Orleans voodoo. I'd love it. And we'll hit the Bridgewater Triangle. Well, we've got to get this Patreon. Area 51, go to the Little Alien. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, the Louis Thru episode where he's, he goes and to the Little Alien. alien yeah. So good. Um, there, there was, there is a clip of the red-headed hitchhiker in oh, the picture. documentary. There's not a picture of it. Oh, There's right. like they dramatise it. Right, okay. it's not very creepy. Mm. Um, so I thought reading it was more creepy. Yeah, that was. I was like on the edge of my seat. Yeah, it's horrible, right? Uh, so let's let's make it more. You know, let's get a better mood in here now. So we're talking about ghosts. Yeah. There are there are many more, but I'm looking at the time and thinking, God, we've been doing a lot already. Yeah. Um, okay. So I really guys tell me we've got two ghost story episodes. Oh, volume one and two. So you've got two choices here. I don't have no idea. But you've said that before. Yeah, I know, but we really do just chuck these in, uh, like, just whenever. We yeah, this is random. We sit down to record them, they're always just compilations. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll go first. I'm going to go somewhere around 60. Okay. I was just thinking, like, if you encounter a ghost, mm. I just close my eyes. <laughs> but what, if, if you you're driving a car... Still, and if you're driving a car... No, no, I, I progressed yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, but imagine that. Imagine you close your you eyes and tense up and you, like, him. shake your head. Because you, you said there was a picture of him. Imagine if someone there, tried to get a selfie with him. There wasn't a picture him. of him. No, but imagine if someone did and then he just disappeared. Or imagine if you are in the woods. Oh. No, I don't want to. And I don't you heard, like, footsteps no. coming towards you. <gasps> would you get up and run or would you just stay there and close your eyes run. and just let whatever happen? Like all the idiots do in the films. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trip, trip over, though. <laughs> trip, trip over a brute and, you know... I'd stay as still away. as I fucking could. Really? But then what if uh, you feel like a hand on your shoulder? <laughs> then I'd just... Die? Just, yeah, I'd just wait to die. <laughs> what kind of... Um, <laughs> just give up, roll just over and die. Yeah. What would you guys do if um what's like to you what it would be in that situation from this red-headed hitchhiker what would be like a creepy laugh would it have to be like a big booming oh, laugh or just like a just no, like a not a booming laugh would be less scary to me just like a horrible little just like something really off kilter like not you're not expecting anything that like plays with my expectations creeps me like Pennywise I don't know. What, what, what episode number for Ghost, Ghost Stories Volume One or Two? So you, you what did you go with? Sixty. Sixty. Yeah, sixty. Fifty-eight. <laughs> what is it? Fifty-nine. Both wrong. What is it? You could have had forty-one, right, or sixty-eight. I go close. Fifty-eight. It's not bad. I replace that sixty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hang on. We'll leave us a point for that one. Uh, okay. So it's still 2 0 Yes, Tiss is going to give it a no. thing. Let's, do it. Let's hope you find, like... Something cheery. I hope you find the one I'm thinking. It's a ghost child. Oh, it's it again. No, it's the devil. <laughs> is that the devil? The devil. Anti-Trump. Uh, okay, so... Yeah. Okay, so this is this is quite this is quite an interesting one. This kind of combines two things that we've talked about before. Um, Demonic possession? Yes. So, I want to talk a little bit about the Puckwudgie. That sounds like Sasquatch, some sort of cryptid. Puckwudgie. The Puckwudgie. So, the Puckwudgie is... It comes from um, Wampanoag folklore. Uh, it's a two to three foot tall being. Um, and Ooh. his features resemble those of a human, but with enlarged noses, fingers and ears. 
Their skin is described as being a smooth grey and at times has been known to glow. Ugh, In Native like American law, like Pukwudgies have the following traits and abilities. They can appear and disappear at will. They attack so they're like this big? Two to three foot, like that tall, I guess. Like Dobby, the house elf. But taller, yeah. Can appear and disappear as he wants. Yeah. They attack people and lure them to their deaths. Not nice. They are able to use magic. They have poison arrows. They can create fire at will. Uh, I'm just going to show you a little clip which combines Puck Wudgie. So basically... Is there a picture of a Puck Wudgie? Uh, yeah, there is. There's like an artist depiction. Oh, right. I'm a natural um, but they, But because they, they are kind of known as demonic beings, really, because they're known to attack people and lure them to their deaths. So people have been seen to almost be like de- like possessed by something, which we might use our language and say that's a demon possession. Um, but the natives would call it a Pukwudgie. I would so, call them Satan's little helpers. Santa's little helper. <laughs> So I'm gonna um Santa Satan. Yeah. He's kind of an artist's depiction. Loose of puckwudgies are said to roam the woods of the state forest. Puckwudgies are three foot tall beings associated with Wampanoag folklore. Puckwudgies were mischievous and caused the Wampanoags trouble, and everything that went wrong it was because of the Puckwudgies. It predates the colonialization of the country. It predates even the kind of organizing of the Wampanoag tribe. Scapegoat. And then somewhere in the Wampanoag's history, they take this very weird twist where they go from being troublemakers to being labeled as evil. And then eventually, when they begin Christianizing the Wampanoags, being talked of as the foot soldiers of the devil. Humanistic in their features, Pukwudgies possess enlarged noses, fingers and ears, and smooth gray skin. Pukwudgies are also said to have magical powers, including the ability to disappear and the ability to glow in the dark. They control these bursts of light, which are called Taipaiwankas, which today we probably would refer to as orbs. But then they also seem to be controlled by this darker force, this almost shadow-like creature who seems to have control over them, or at least to be observing what they're doing. So I can always tell a Pukwudgie experience from something else because it has those different elements. They're never in isolation with each other. Pukwudgie sightings in the Freetown State Forest share striking similarities with William Russo's unexplained creature encounter. Coming back to this. Christopher Balzano's book, Dark Woods, features an eyewitness account from a woman named Joan who encountered an alleged Pukwudgie while walking her dog in the Freetown State Forest. Although William Russo's creature encounter took place 20 miles to the north of the Freetown State Forest in the Hockamock Swamp, some paranormal researchers are now wondering if Russo may have encountered a Pukwudgie. In May of 2008, a bizarre incident was caught on camera while filming a segment for Chris Balzano's book and DVD, Picture Yourself Ghost Hunting. The following clip features a woman named Maureen struggling with what some investigators claim was possession at the hands of a Pukwudgie. Maureen! Push her up. Ron, you stay connected here. Ron, watch her going back too far. Maureen? Come on, Maureen, fight it. Oh, come on, Maureen. Don't let her go back too far, Ron. Don't let her go in the water. Yeah. Maureen. 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 Oh, shit. Maureen. 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 Maure
According to camera operator Andrew Lake, a strange light was later seen in the distance as Maureen recovered from the alleged attack. That was fucking mental. That was horrible, right? It was like, when she started freaking out, I was like, oh yeah, but the noise. Yeah. The screeching noise. <laughs> that was horrible as that well. Was, that wasn't very pleasant. I didn't like oh, that very much at sorry. all. That was like a cat coughing up a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't very nice, was it? It was. I don't. I don't want to sound um, like I'm kind of like riding on the coattails of that story, but that that's very similar to noises that I've heard before. I was going to say to you when you've performed exorcisms, is that what you've done? <laughs> Uh, not quite like that. Like not quite like that. But I've I've witnessed that kind of like behaviour and physicality and the noises. Um, but this is uh, I've actually paused. Um, I won't show you guys because it's kind of pointless. But the there are quite a lot of um, what people believe are Pukwaji possessions um, by a place called the Ledge. Um, which is in the forest. The absolute ledge. Um, <laughs> but the reason... <laughs> not that kind of ledge. Such a muffin. What <laughs> <Poor> ledge. Park <laughs> qualities don't seem that scary to me. But, but that, that possession... Mm. That was creepy. Horrible. That was creepy. But that goes in the I forest. I like he was like, let's, let's make the lift the mood a little bit. <laughs> Park quality possession. Doesn't sound very scary when you say it, does it? And then it's like I'm not going to drive home today. They're going to walk. He's going to put that in front at the end. He better. Well, that's why I wanted to have the history at the end (laughs) because um, because it's kind of like oh, that's interesting. Um, So yeah, the ledge is is (laughs) absolute ledge. It's basically just a a cliff face, and so the reason they were trying to tell her, they were trying to like remind each other, don't let her go near the edge. Right. Is because there's like a, a quite a huge drop. Okay. So they've had a number of drownings from people that have been possessed or possessed by the Pagwaji um, or it's a the demon. Name. The name isn't scary. That's but there's a native yeah, like word for it. Them sort of words are never scary to me. No, but um, mm. and squidgy, so that's why they were telling squidgy, her Pagwaji. Um It sounds kind of cute squidgy. when you when you say it, but it doesn't look very cute. Pagwaji. Shawadi wadi. So, so when do you guys think we've talked about demons? Every day. There's only been one time. Did you, you guess first because you pulled out the thing? Oh. Remember? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready to like put down a mark for me because I reckon demons. I know dead on. Demons. When, we, when did we talk about demon possession? 37. That's your guess? That's total guess. Okay. How many times have we talked about it? Just once. Once. Yeah, it was really early on. Mm-hmm. It was episode number nine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I always like co- put I things do, together. Yeah, do you know how I knew that? Yeah. Because I remember it was a really long episode because we got really in depth on it. And the same day we recorded the first discussion episode, which was also really long. <laughs> so we spent four hours recording. That's why I remember that. Bob is like. And uh, discu- I remember discussion was number 10 because it's like, oh, number 10, our first discussion episode. Have you seen Pointless? Yeah. When they got the guy on the laptop, he's like, yeah, and you could have had this and loads of information. Yeah. You know, like that. But, for but I haven't questions. got a laptop. <laughs> you just know it. I ain't got a laptop. <laughs> I knew that one because of this. Is. Yeah. Yeah, my brain makes connections. I, 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 guess, I guess in a way I d- didn't really think about this being like an unfair contest. And it's... <laughs> And it's probably unfair because you do all the editing, so you you probably re- like remember 
like clear you have a clear yeah. idea I also do the website it's a good thing that the first day is Monday <laughs> before I decide to feel really bad I don't know how we can make it fair I wonder if like the next one no let's just make it as it is <laughs> the next one just gets a thousand points I'm not that convinced I'm never uh, okay so <laughs> stations. I could pick you two up against on this sort of thing three more I would this is like this is my go innit it's my pick oh is it it's this my is pick like, uh, oh, wait, get your fingers off that's was, mine what was the other one? Oh yes my man what have you got? The Mothman. Mothman. Awesome. What episode now, quick? Because you know. Do you want to do it now? 41. Do you want to do it now? 41. You've gone 41 for yeah. Mothman. I'm not going. You're not going to... He gets them all. Okay, no, it's 35, mate. Oh! oh! I was going to guess 35 as well. I get a point. <laughs> no, you were. I'll give you half a point. The next one was 1,000, so that's 500 points, please. I'll give you half a point. Half a thousand. <laughs> so... Is this... it actually Mothman or just cryptids? So Mothman was a, um, was spotted in Taunton. Uh, well, we're was, going. Was he possessed by a puck watching? <laughs> possessed by a moth watching. So we're going to watch a, a clip, which tells us uh, there's someone giving great, us their account. Yeah, um, Of yeah, just gives us their account basically of what they saw. It doesn't give. It doesn't give the name Mothman to what they saw originally, but then they kind of say, oh, I kind of like the Mothman. Oh, right, okay. So, um, but it's kind of interesting. I don't really know what it would be if it isn't, if it isn't Mothman. Mysterious. But it's, it's very, it's very mysterious. Um, so. The music. Gigantic raptors, sometimes known as thunderbirds, have reportedly been spotted in the skies above the swamp and its surrounding communities. Thunderbirds are gone. In 1971, Norton Police Sergeant Thomas Downey claimed to have seen a large bird with a 12-foot wingspan while traveling along Winter Street nearby Mansfield, a town just west of the Bridgewater Triangle and the Hockamock Swamp. Officer Downey had been coming along the road and he saw this creature, six feet tall or so, large wings, slowly just lifted right into the air. And this was an intriguing sighting because it overlapped with a lot of reports that we were hearing about Mothman, about Thunderbirds. Ironically, Downey's sighting occurred in an area known as Bird Hill. I was confused if the Bird Hill was named because of his sighting or that had always been called Bird Hill. Certainly Officer Downing being placed in the middle of having an encounter there just reinforced for me the strangeness of the Bridgewater Triangle. In the years following his initial report, Downey refused multiple requests for interviews concerning his encounter. Enormous snakes, uncommon to the northeastern United States, I'm going to get a Mothman tattooed. I was thinking of getting a Mothman tattoo for uh, episode 100. That was my second choice. Oh, really? Yeah. What's your first choice? Uh, I was just going to get some sort of... Uh, but my other things, I was thinking of maybe getting some sort of underwater creature, like nice. a squid or something, or Mothman. I still am in my mind up. Still up in Making my mind up. You um, can just get WTATU with a little halo above it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 could do, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mothman slash Thunderbird. It sounded just like a big bird to me. Yeah, I was thinking about that though, 12 foot wingspan. That's less big. That's, I'm just thinking the How width of your ceiling is, are we talking? <laughs> like half a double-decker bus. Didn't, wasn't it 15 foot? Yeah. 
So actually, yes, yeah, so 15, so 15 or 16 foot for a double decker bus. Yeah. Yeah, so. So nearly a double decker bus. Nearly a double decker bus mm. in, in wing, in Just in wingspan. Mm. And he described it like standing in the road and then slowly taking off. Other people. Other people would liken it more to a pterodactyl, so like with a pointy arrow-shaped head, mm-hmm. um, and like not uh, like bat-like, um, like skin rather than. See, when you said standing in the road that big, I would have said bus, but then the flying <laughs> off part doesn't match up. Winged bus. with buses that I've seen. Yeah, so there's there's a there's like not there's not many others in the documentary itself, but if you go online, um, all you have to do is. Google Mothman and um, the name of the place, which is the ah uh, the Freetown Fall River State Forest, and there's there's dozens of stuff out there. There's dozens of sightings. It's mm. quite and they're, but they are they're all quite similar. Well, that, from one that one was near one. the swamp. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was near Norton. Yeah, but there's there are um, there are a couple more. Mm. Uh, so that's Mothman. Mothy. Mothman. If you are listening and you've not listened, you've not done our back catalogue, then why not? Yeah, Mothman's one of my faves, so get back on that one. Go back and listen to episode 35. Um, we talked a lot about UFOs and aliens and stuff, but Mothman... Speaking my... of Mothman, Go on. what did you do if you got a bit of a tiggly throat? Cough, man. Ah! Ah, that's terrible. Mothman, my favourite cryptid. So there you go. Tis, you haven't done yours. We did cryptology, and then I did my favourite cryptid. Beef did his favourite cryptid. Which was what? The Yeti. <laughs> You've what got do you mean? to. <laughs> what do you you mean? came off at the end of that really believing in the Yeti. Wow. You've got to choose your favourite cryptid and teach us about it. Cool. How, long, how many more have we got left? Two more. Two more. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, is it it's Harry? <laughs> Harry and the Henderson. It's Harry. It's the uh, fourth Weird Tales member. Is this where it was filmed? No, no that's not the No, I don't think so. Where I don't know. I think that's just filmed. We haven't talked about it. Yes. I don't know. Uh, so this. It's Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot, but it, it does um, pertain to cryptids, and there's been an awful lot of different types of cryptids, and it's not just Bigfoot. There's quite a lot at the start of the documentary. There's quite a lot of talk and different people giving different accounts. And there's like giant snakes, isn't there? Yeah, as you heard, there's giant <laughs> snakes as well. Um, but there wasn't really like a modern day account of giant snakes. It was uh, like legend and folklore, oh, right. so it wasn't really mythology. There's a couple. Uh, there's talk of apes. Um, there's a little island in the middle of the lake where people. This is this is why apes. I didn't I didn't is really want to talk about skunk ape things. The, but they had like red, like red, orange, red. Fur. Oh, like, like an orangutan. Like Dr. Sayers. Do you remember skunk apes? Yeah. We were all over them. Swamp apes. Well, we called them skunk apes or swamp apes. They're both yeah. called, called both. Apes. Same thing. Cool. They were fucking awesome. But they, but, they, but like orangutan, so I didn't really want to talk about it too much because I was like, Sayers, they might, there's a slim chance, but there's a chance that people are just seeing orangutans in the forest. Yeah, but would orangutans be there? I don't know. No. Right. <laughs> there's like orangutans um, in America, is there? People like always... In yeah, in the zoos. Oh, escaped. Oh. The other cryptids... Got that, set. The other cryptids that people are seeing um, are big cats. Yeah, um, always big cats. But lots of people, lots of sceptics are saying it's going to be a lynx or a mountain lion or something like Just that. Just a big cat. Um, dogs as well. There's quite old legends of... Um, there's one, sorry, old legend of 
a dog with glowing red eyes mm-hmm. um, tearing a pony to shreds and like ripping into its corpse. And of the Baskervilles. Like exactly. A share and tear garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not? You could or say a that. Share and tear human head. <laughs> I bet to them, like us having garlic bread, is like them having human head. Mm. Kind of rhymes nearly as well. Human head, garlic bread. So I just want to draw our attention to one cryptid, though, just because it this kind of made me laugh a bit, if I'm honest. Is um, it skunk apes? Well, it comes back to the picture that we saw when we were talking about puckwudgies. Did you see oh, the... Oh, yeah, the little hairy man. Yeah, so we're going to look at that a bit more, and we're going to listen to this guy who gives us his um, his account of the details. looked like a little monkey. Details. Yeah, that's it. And the Hockamock Swamp occurred in 1919. Former Raynham resident William Russo will never forget his amazing up-close-and-personal encounter. Back in the late 1980s to about the mid-1990s, I was working a three-to-midnight shift in the town of Raynham where I lived. And that's where my strange happening occurred. When I got off work every night at midnight, I'd walk my dog, Samantha. She was a Rottweiler Shepherd mix, big, around 90 pounds. Now, usually we walked on the sidewalks towards the center of town. But in this particular night, we walked a different route. I, I don't really know why, but we did. Right behind my house is an area we call the high tees, claimed by the electric company. They run those high tension wires. It's about 50 feet across and overgrown with 100 foot pines. Oh, get to it, so it's kind of like a route for kids who want to take shortcuts and who knows what kind of wildlife during the day and at night maybe stranger things. I went perhaps a half a mile when I, I came to an old water wheel that ran a, an early ironworks back a couple of hundred years ago. And there's a street light at this road and the street light casts a big circle of light right in the middle of the street about a 10 foot radius. <laughs> so as I approached the road, all of a sudden Sammy, my dog, started to pull at the leash and I looked down and she was quivering, she was shaking, she was rattling like an old Chevy. And then a few moments later, I heard what was scaring the dog. It was a high-pitched, almost a wail. And it went like this, it went, Iwancho, Iwancho, Kia, Kia, Iwancho. Now the hairs on my back of my neck started to go up and Sammy of course she was just absolutely in terror and suddenly I saw something walk it was erect standing straight up it walked excited was it of that circle of light so childish that was cast by the street lamp it was about three four feet tall it had a pot belly and as I walked a little closer I saw that it wasn't clothed it had hair that was maybe three, four inches long, totally covered in hair. It had eyes that were perhaps a little big for its head, but not hugely disproportionate. The face perhaps looked like the chipmunk. At first I thought it was a child, but as I analyzed it, I, I thought it was in the beginning stages of old age. I don't think it was young. Whatever it was, it wasn't young, but it was speaking. I mean, it definitely speaking and it kept saying, E want you, E want you, get more insistent. And it started beckoning me. Care, care, E want you. It wasn't threatening me, but what was weird, it wasn't advancing to me. It didn't come near me. It wanted to get me in its space. This is what I felt like. 
I wish I could say that I was brave enough to go right up and, you know, get that close from it, but I couldn't. I was scared. And my Sammy, Samantha, was scared, so we turned around and we walked home pretty fast. And I stayed up the whole night analyzing, what could this be? What could this be? And That's enough from Riso. He just got off, he just turned around and walked away. Yeah, bloody. If it was a Pokemon, I know what it'd be called. He wants you. He wants you. Uh, let's call let's call that cryptid Iwanchu. Yeah, he didn't give it a name. I I don't believe a word of that. I think it's an alien. Yeah, give it. You never hear of a hairy alien. No, but I bet there are some. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bold statement. I bet there are some. <laughs> I bet there are. You never hear of a hairy alien. No, that's They're always true. like smooth or lizard skin or whatever. Yeah, or like really skinny and scrawny. Yeah. 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 All about the royal family and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know what to make of E12. I think it's a load of old paddy whack. Uh, yeah, that's that's one. I didn't really want to go into Bigfoot or anything like that. You can do if you want to watch the documentary. You can do. Um, if you want. I'm not, and I know there's loads and loads of Bigfoot fans out there, so, oh my God. Sorry, Becca just walked past the window and I... You thought E12. Yeah, E12. Key, key. Ooh. Ooh. Like, that's just like the shittiest ghost ghosts. in the world. It's like grandma. What are you playing? Are you winning? <laughs> Ooh, spooky in here. Get out, grandma. What? Um. Yeah. So, you want to? Yeah. If you want, if you want to look at the big Bigfoot stuff, um, watch the documentary. It's yeah. good stuff. But we've talked about Bigfoot a lot, and that's one that we've not we've not talked about. You want to before? How do we get our points? Cryptozoology. Uh. Yeah. Or yeti. There's two cryptids. That you can pick from. So I would include the Yeti episode because it's a cryptid. Tis or it? the original cryptid episode. Uh, right, so. Tiss, what's your cryptid guess? 50. No, no, nowhere near 50. Could be the Yeti one or the cryptozoology one. Cryptid was quite 40. early. 40. I'm going to go for 11 for cryptozoology. I'm going to give you both points on that. Right. Because you were right with 11. But the but the Yeti was thirty nine. Oh, so I'm going to give nice. this a point for that. I wouldn't have known the Yeti one. Boom. The boom. Final thing that I wanted to talk about. I'm just going to draw it because it yeah, was got number seven, um, and we've got to go quickly. Uh, it's a picture of cult, some kind of oh, ritual. Tess, you need cult to go back stuff into going cults. on. Oh, cults. Um, I mean cults. Cults. Uh, so there's quite a lot. Um, picture of a load of old cults, right? So I just want to talk a little bit about some of the um, satanic cults that take place uh, around 1970, 1980. I'm, I'm just using one case. Is this in the graveyard? Uh, no. So this is located at Fall River. Um, and I'm talking specifically about one guy called Carl Drew. Right. Um, who was, he was a pimp. Uh, he was an occultist who organised his stable as a satanic coven and he sacrificed young women who displeased him. Can I use P-I-M-P as the outro music this week? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you heard about me. 
There's so much satanic cult stuff in the documentary. There's an awful lot, and which is why there's no video because there's quite a large right, chunk a towards the end. Um, go and watch the documentary. Go um, watch it. But this is um, I've taken Cole Drew because they focus on him quite a lot. Um, there's quite a lot of weird stuff that. Do they do all this rituals and stuff because of all the weird stuff in this triangle? Uh, well, people when they walk into this area so you'll see on the um in the documentary they talk about walking near and around full river there's like right. a foresty area um and people often feel like really like drained and heavy and oppressed and right. like there's a heavy negative atmosphere people talk about um and there's one guy who was walking along one day i think he was just walking through the woods and discovered an underground bunker Ooh. um which was like covered with blue tarpaulin. Right. And they were like, what's going on here? So they walked through, went into the underground underground bunker, and there was like dolls with their heads missing. Ooh. There was uh, like child children's clothes, um, a little like chair that had been made that would almost have like a two-year-old sitting on it. Um, just like loads of weird stuff. No like um, specific evidence of child abduction, but there was a lot of stuff in it. So it's kind of been dubbed Carl Drew's Shack. Um, and he was a part of what's been called the Full River Cult. Right. It was a bunch of occultists, um, and he was a pimp and self-styled Satanist. He used the trippings of his twisted religion to keep prostitutes in line, compelling their participation in cult rituals and threatening savage violence if they tried to reject his protection. Right. At his murder trial... Several witnesses described Drew's role in a series of ritual gatherings held between October 79 and February 80. Declaring himself to be Satan, Drew would reportedly chant and pray in a different language, leading his flock through the grisly steps of human sacrifice on at least two occasions. This guy's so bad, even the Church of Satan are like, we don't do rituals, we are not anything. This is like this is like me saying, Westboro Baptist Church, no, I don't want any of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, they are, they are not having any of it. His first victim was Donna Levesque of Four River. Her mutilated body was discovered on October 13th, 1979. Witnesses to that ritual murder included prostitutes Karen Marsden and Robin Murphy. Um, whilst Murphy was able to tolerate the sadistic violence gradually moving from the roles, so these are guys who were kind of in and amongst the cult, I guess. Um, these guys kind of disowned him a bit because he was taking it a bit too far, yeah. I guess. Um and there's quite a lot of other information. So just skimming when they found her body, um, there were scraps of clothing in the woods, but then they found bone fragments. And then this is something. So from what it looks like, he had three victims and all three victims, they had the same thing. All their skulls were crushed. It's like their skulls have been like repeatedly bashed in with a rock or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, so let's have a look. So she, so this is one of his victims was sacrificed at a cult gathering outside Westport. He tortured her by having her hair and fingernails ripped out um, and beaten over the head with stones before Drew manually snapped her neck. Manually? Unsatisfied, the pimp persuaded Robin Murphy to slash Marsden's throat, who is another prostitute, after which he removed her head and the cultist kicked it around like a football. Oh, my God. Marsden's fingers were locked Why? off in an effort to steal her rings, and Drew finished... Oh, okay. Sorry about this. This is a bit graphic. Drew finished by raping the headless corpse. Oh, my fucking God. 
It's not nice. How do you get it up when you're looking at headless corpse? Oh, how do you get it up after killing someone? Well, that's, that's the testosterone, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> like I know. <laughs> Come on, mate. It's testosterone. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sorry. After slashing. And there's there's other information, but um, I, I don't really want to go into it to be honest. It's it not very like nice. A right cult. <laughs> it does sound like a right cult. <laughs> Um, yeah, bleed. I'm gonna bleed. Blue, blue. Not mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that kind of concludes our little whistle stop tour of seven different types of phenomena which are found within the Bridgewater Triangle. I really enjoyed it. I hope you seven enjoyed it. Seven types of phenomena. Seven types of phenomena. I really enjoyed it. Seven types of phenomena. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The beginning of the episode. Start with that. <laughs> so to finish this off then, so twice we've talked about cults in episodes previously. Tis, give me a guess. Two. Two? No, no. One? I'm saying... Who did Manson Family? What was the other cult? I'm saying 35. No, 36. You're going 36. Yeah. So we what talked about Manson one? Family. Yeah. Uh, we also talked about a couple of cults in... Oh, Serial Killers. Uh, 16. Yeah, you win. You win anyway. It was... It was uh, uh, 17 and 60 what did he say he doesn't marry quite wrong right. <laughs> he quite so well it was 5 to 1.5 Bobby Tiss yeah you have to quickly tell us why this stuff happens in the triangle um, because we're really really running short on time I'll just give you a little a little snippet so basically a lot of people would relate this to something called King Philip's War so it was an armed conflict between American Indian inhabitants reptilians oh an ancient Indian burial ground Is basically it? they liken it to ancient Indian curses being placed in the area ancient Indian burial ground because um, the English were being bastards and coming in to try and conquer them Always. and they did conquer them but Always. it meant that the surviving uh, native inhabitants uh, allegedly placed curses around the area <laughs> <laughs> so you if you want, tell me it on an Indian burial ground. So if you want to discover Hell more, you didn't. if you're listening, you want to discover more, you can go to history.com and search King Philip's War. There'll be tons more information, but we haven't got any more time. Bob, wrap us up. We've got to wrap up some stuff. Okay, listener of the week. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to give it to. Oh, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Um. Kaza, is it Kaza? Kaza? Yeah. Um, See you later, guys. He's actually going. Love you all. I've got to go. I actually have yeah, got to go. We know, we've been trying That's to tell you. That's why we've been trying to wrap up. I know. We've been doing this for like 10 oh, minutes. Oh, to my car. <laughs> See you guys in a minute. Bye, Tim. Right. <laughs> He's gone. Fine. We can outro. We can actually do right, outro. Let's do it. Listener of the week. Kaza. 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 I think it's pronounced Kaza. I think so. I'll have to redo it if I get it wrong. I'm really sorry. Um, she's a new listener. She discovered the show. She's been really active on Twitter and stuff and on Facebook. And she even um, promoted us on her Facebook page. And it uh, got us loads of new listeners and Facebook likes and stuff. Uh, which we really appreciate. Um, she basically does like LARPing or live action role play mm-hmm. stuff, and she has her own Patreon. So if you're into that stuff, go find her on there. Uh, LARP Girl is her like handle on Facebook and on Patreon and stuff. She does like uh, role play videos and stuff. Mm. But she's been really um, active on Twitter, really great, and she got us loads of new people to check out the show. And she's also a patron. So, you know, win, 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 win. 
When we so, when we win a chicken dinner. Uh, listen of the week, Larb Girl. We know you you know who you are. Thank you very much for listening and for joining us. And Anthony Anderson who bought us them beers last week. Yeah. And then uh <laughs> was upset we didn't give him listen of the week. Saying what about what do I have to do to get listen of the week? Listen of the week is very covered, Anthony. And because you asked, you're not listener of the week this week. <laughs> Alright, but we liked your beer. Yeah, we did make your beer. <laughs> Such assholes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, the only Anthony. other thing I wanted to get out of the way is the Patreon. Um, we haven't put any rewards or anything on there yet. I'm really animated. What's all the jazz hands? I don't What's know. That? Really, uh, we haven't put any rewards or anything on there yet. So the people who have become patrons just on the goodwill of donating money, there's only a small handful of you at the moment. We really appreciate that. And um, we're considering putting in, if you're a patron, I'm going to, all the when I edit the show, basically we record for maybe like an hour and a half to two hours and the episodes are normally like an hour and ten. So there is some cut content. It's always off topic nonsense, which is why I don't keep it in. But if you want to hear that shit unedited, I'm just going to chuck it onto the Patreon page soon. That's going to start doing that. Maybe from this episode or next episode on, you're going to get these like 10 minutes of off topic nonsense if you want it um also we're looking into getting some physical rewards um ordered up and sent out to patrons in limited quantities so if you become mm. a patron you've missed out on the stuff that has gone yeah before you joined yeah, yeah basically and as little as a dollar a month really helps to make a difference if you just want to give it uh, out of the goodness of your heart it really helps pay for audio equipment web hosting um, sp- things for special episodes, um, tattoos, the tat fund. <laughs> if you want to get ridiculous for episode 100, all that stuff. Um, that's the stuff I needed to get out of the way. Awesome. Use your wrap up stuff, weirdtalesandthenexplainable.com. Yeah. If you go on that, you can find our Twitter, Facebook, contact details, the blog, all the updated links for every episode, all the stuff that we've talked about today. If you want that in one easy place to find the information, it'll be on the website. Correct. And if you want to contact us directly, unexplainableuk at mail.com. Awesome. Thanks for that, Bob. That's all right. So until next time, have a phenomenal week. Oh, that's good. That's right. That's really good. Awesome. Seven kinds of phenomena. Seven types of phenomena. (laughs) Uh, Do I press stop? You you do. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what you heard about me. Pull up this ticket a dollar out of me. Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking B.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me Put a bitch can't get a dollar out of me No Cadillac, no perms, you can't see Then I'm a motherfucking B.I.M.P. Oh, an ancient Indian burial ground Is it? Selling a little Or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.